Welcome to Marita's Brainjust Podcast. This platform gives your viewers the ability to hear from our internal experts so that you can in some way make some better investment decisions and build your money IQ. My name is Simon Johnson, the head of Alternative Investments and Structured Products, and our guest today is Richardo Williams, the head of research and investment strategy here at Barita. Richardo, welcome. Thank you. Welcome, Sam. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> today, we are focusing on the corona-shaped recovery. Now, we've heard of many shape, shapes and different types of recoveries. We've heard, heard of a V-shaped recovery, a U-shaped recovery, a W-shaped all the alphabet. Now, we're focusing on the corona-shaped recovery. Richard, just give us an idea of why we are referring to this as a corona-shaped recovery. Why this title? Okay. Um, yeah, you're right, Simon. We have heard the whole alphabet soup, you know, from, you know, K recovery, W recovery. Um, but ultimately, uh, we have to go back to basics. And what we really have here is, uh, in the first instance, a medical crisis. Right, and every kind of outcome um, from from March um, to now is really dependent on the course um, of the virus and the course of the actions that have been taken to, to deal with the, the virus. So ultimately, you know, given those um, factors, the recovery will be shaped by the course of the virus itself, right? Um, and in recent times, we we have we have seen that uh, when Moderna and Pfizer. Uh, indicated that they have um, a vaccine which effic with efficacy um, levels well in excess of 90%, which was um, not expected. So, so quickly? Yeah, man. Right. Efficacy means, you know, um, how well the vaccine works. Um, immediately, you saw a market starting to, to, um, to react uh, positively. People started to update. You know, their outlooks and say, well, if X percentage of the population gets um, vaccinated, then everybody who was social distancing can start get back to normal in a sense. That's how we start. You can go back to soca, we can book back the cost and everything. Exactly. Mm. All of those um, um, hard wine and all of those. Well, probably I just dated myself. Like, I don't know if that thing still exists. But <laughs> it does. It does. It does. But, um, but right. So you're, you're right, Simon. The, the usual things that, um, that, that makes life normal, you know, as soon as um, we can get over this virus thing. Um, then, you know, the economy will get back to normal. So it's really that against that background where we have characterized our outlook on 2021 <clears throat> going forward as the corona-shaped um, re recovery. As it's really the corona that is shaping um, the, the trajectory. You know, Richardo, and, and thanks to that, one of the first points that I want to touch on is overall health policy from a global and local perspective. We want to see how that interacts with the different economies globally and ours locally and kind of form an opinion of exactly where we are going in 2021 and forward. So my first question to you, Richardo, should we be concerned about the new strain of COVID that has been detected in the UK and Europe? Right. Um, yeah, that's very topical. Um, so the first thing we have to declare is that we are, we are a scientist and, you know, epidemiologist and that kind of thing. But what we have heard thus far is that the, 
the, the, about 60% of the new infections that we saw in um, Southeast London, I believe, um, in November, <clears throat> that was attributable to this new, new um, this strain, right? So clearly the virus is mutating. And um, that was coming from um, about 20 or percent exactly. um, about a month before. Ex exactly, right. And what really is getting people um, worried, um, apparently, is that the transmissibility is actually um, on steroids, for want of a better word, you know. So if you're looking at a usual um, transmissibility of, say, 20% or so, this new strain is now at about 70%. Oh, Lord, Richard, I mean, but we have our viewers, you know. Yeah, so when so. you say transmissibility, you, you're talking yeah, about how fast, fast the virus spreads. From, right, right. Okay. Right. So, so the upshot is that, let's say, um, this new strain can cause some serious implications um, health-wise in terms of hospitalizations and so forth. The, you see the immediate challenge you now is that if this thing is moving at a rapid clip, let's say exponentially, right? And But, but your underlying health facilities are fixed. Mm -hmm. You have just X number of hospital beds, but you have um, Y number of persons getting um, the, the, the virus at a rapid pace. It can quickly overwhelm your um your health system which is why people are getting so um skittish so richardo i mean let's let's contextualize that and use that in a local context in jamaica's peak we were seeing uh, about a hundred and odd cases um on average if this transmissibility were to be high in jamaica you're saying that it could move from 100 odd cases to maybe two, 300 cases yeah. um, a day. Yeah. But, but you mentioned something that, that, that is important to note, uh, the possibility of it being deadlier or, or less deadly or less lethal than, than, than previous strains or the strains that we are more accustomed with locally. Uh, what is the... the, the I, know that, I know that we're not experts. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, not yeah. experts. <laughs> but what... What is the epidemiological community saying about the, the how lethal um, it is? Right. So, um, so that's a, an important clarification, um, Simon. What we have heard thus far um, from the CDC, and that's the Centers for um, Disease Control um, um, in, in the U.S., <clears throat> is that they have, they have developed a couple um, implications so far. The first one is that, um, which we just mentioned, is its ability to spread more quickly among humans, right? Uh, I believe that is the first thing that got people, you know, skittish and started reimposing, you know, travel restrictions. So, you know. Right, is lockdown. Jamaica um, indicated. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely come into that. Um, so, so that's the first thing. Um, most things, however, um, remain the same. And by that we mean um, it has not been proven to be any more um, deadly than the current um, strain. And the, I believe the biggest issue right now that, that, that is top of mind for people is um, are the current vaccines um, available? Would it be still effective against the strain? The evidence so far suggests that it is, um, given that the protein structure of this um, new um, strain is consistent with the, the versions before.
Right, right. Charlie, the so, only protein I know so. is meat, you know. <laughs> so I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. get to do, I get to do. So, yeah, so, so. It, it, the virus hasn't changed, it hasn't changed its structure, right? Such that the strain isn't the, the strain is more like a brother or a sister to the virus than, yeah. a, than a far cousin, yeah, are completely unrelated, oh. right? Such that we have to go back into the lab and engineer um, something anew, right? Um, but 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 notwithstanding, naturally, you would have to still be uh be cautious right and the the measures that we have been taking um already to deal with covid19 such as proper sanitization wearing of your mask and social distancing right those measures should still be practiced and have proven to be um, effective um even against this um, new strain right so that would be our advice to you Sanitize your hands, practice, you know, social distancing and wear your mask. You know, that that would be our, our advice. Okay, okay. So so I mean the average Jamaican is is and will ask, rightfully so, what does this mean for me? Right? Um and you know, one of the first things that I realized, um, Richardo, is that in the UK the type of testing that they do uh, to, to, to figure out whether this strain is a sister or a far cousin mm -hmm. is, 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 some, is advanced genomic testing, right? How we test for COVID and how many countries, it's not just Jamaica, test for COVID, is to see if you're positive or negative. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't necessarily tell you that this is a new strain or uh, this is not a new strain. Is there a possibility that the virus could already be this this strain yes. could already be in Jamaica? Yes, I mean, there's there's no way that we we, we can know that it is not here. Um, and even today, actually, um, Doctor Fauci, you know, um, U.S. fame indicated that it is it is a possibility that this strain is actually. In the U.S., it's very, it's very likely, very, very likely, right? Um, because remember that when it, it wasn't a case of of the scientists going about looking and say, "Hey, I'm looking for a new strain," you know, <laughs> they just happened upon it in November. So other persons would have had it before, quite possibly, and traveling in between the U.S. and elsewhere, U.K. Sorry, and elsewhere, um, it is very much likely that the new strain um, is elsewhere. But there is no need for for panic, um, as we indicated, based on what the CDC um, has published on this new um, new strain. It has not proven to be any more deadly, um, as you say, just like a brother to the existing um, virus. So practice social distancing and so forth. Should we be worried? Um, and, and no, I'm talking as a Jamaican citizen. We're still, we're still going to the investment part. Yes. But should we be worried? Um, I know. I wouldn't say that we should be. We should be worried. Because um, I mean, worrying gets you nowhere essentially, right? Uh, we have to look at this quite rationally. Um, listen to the the scientists. You know, the medical practitioners who um, have much a better understanding of these things um, than we do. Um, and as we have indicated, what they have communicated to us thus far is that the only difference in this instance is that the thing just spread 
a little bit quicker, which means that we just have to be that more careful. Right? So recently, the Jamaican government, uh, recently the, gov the Jamaican government um, has restricted uh, travel to and from the UK uh, and about 40 or so countries globally have done the same, Canada included, and I don't think the US has, has done it as yet. Now, what are the, the risks outside of so outside of what we spoke about a while ago? What is the risk to Jamaica? Because, you know, they usually say, you know, we are very dependent on tourism. You know, we, uh, we may sell goods in the UK. We may sell, sell goods in England or other countries. How will this affect our economy outside of health? Right. Right. So that's a very important um, point. Um, Simon, because the Jamaican government has reimposed travel restrictions um, between Jamaica and the UK. Now, in terms of our tourism origination markets, I believe the UK is a second, um, a significant second behind that of um, the US. Now, based on what the JHTA would have been, uh, at least JHTA members, Jamaica Hotel and Tourist Association members, would have been expecting um, in terms of salvaging this, you know, this winter tourism season, they were looking at maybe anywhere between um, 40 percent in terms of occupancy levels um, up to. This is the peak. This is the peak season. This right? is the peak, right? Yes, so we're yes. now in, in the, the winter, winter tourism season mm -hmm. when we would usually be making um, loads of, of tourism dollars. So at best, you know, this is at best would have done in probably about 40 percent occupancy. Right now, with UK, you know, out of the picture, right? Then we are looking at um, a far bleaker picture, right? What I think will it uh, be could, that much different though from uh, forty? No, right, right. That is where I'm going because um, we really don't get the degree of occupancy from the UK mm -hmm. as we get from the US. The US is our main origination market, so which is where where I'm heading now. Well, I would say, well, dog, now we suffer if, you know, we were to um, reimpose travel restrictions between the U.S. and Jamaica in the event that this thing develops um, far more worse than we currently think, right? So that would be um, the overarching risk that we have to keep in mind as this thing develops, right? Um, because I think the, an, an, implicit, an implicit point um, here, Simon, is that the, this, this virus is dynamic, right? So today we can hear that, well, the only thing we know is that it tra you know, the transmissibility is a little bit higher. Um, but tomorrow we can very well hear that, boy, yeah, it really caused serious illnesses, even probably worse than the previous. Or that so, it's been here for weeks. Or that or... It has been, exactly. So it's a pretty dynamic and fluid um fluid um, situation just now and this is where we really have to 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 be nimble in our management um at all levels you know management of ourselves you know because collectively as a society we really have a responsibility to ourselves um and others um to social distance sanitize etc and the government as well i'm sure must be um at the table now calibrating running various scenarios to say okay in a worst case scenario Let's say we have to reimpose, uh, you know, economic curtailment measures such as um, reimposition of more 
um, stringent curfew. Period. That's what I'm. That's what you I'm know, going to next. Um, that the, the fiscal implications of that. I'm going to touch on fiscal as well. You know, going to touch on fiscal. 